Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. my friends swinging by lately and that's how we want it to be here on Nuanas now 1029 ESPN Missoula maybe you're watching in statewide television SWX Montana TV hopefully you got power there's been power outages all across the city so far today if you haven't noticed it's storming uh hopefully it rains forever I'm going to the Fitz and, and the Tantrums concert tonight uh my good buddy Tucker Sargent who joins me in studio uh, is also and uh I don't know. I'll take it. I'll wear my rain gear if we can trade it for the uh, just some rain period because the smoke has been killing me. As you can tell, I can hardly even talk still, and it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. A lot to get to today. Nuana is now your one-stop shop for all things sports across the Treasure State each and every weekday on both ESPN Missoula as well as SWX Montana TV. You want to stream the show? Go to 1029ESPN.com and click on the Listen Live tab. You want to call us or text us? 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests join us via the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Go check out our YouTube channel as well. YouTube uh, giveaway coming up this fall. So you're going to want to subscribe. You can only win. I'm going to tell you what soon. But you can only win if you're a subscriber to our YouTube channel. So go on over there. Uh, subscribe. It's a great way to stream the show, whether you're watching, listening, or both. So, uh, you know, I mean, I want to say YouTube's the future, but it's not because it's the present. It's what everybody's doing right now. So uh, go check out YouTube. Like I mentioned, Tucker Sargent, former co-host of this show, uh, one of the busiest men in all of Missoula here in studio. And so is Ryan Hanavan. And uh, Ryan is heading up the Missoula Sports Barn, which is a cool new facility here in Missoula to provide indoor opportunities for athletes for a variety of sports and also just a, a place where you can go have a lot of fun uh, all the way across the board. So we're going to talk about that right off the top. Tucker's also heavily involved in Grizz Hockey and Grizz Lacrosse, so uh, both of those getting underway here pretty soon with the opening of the school year coming up. So we'll get a, a lowdown of the progress of both of those. And then, of course, Tucker has to tell us a little bit about the NFL, namely his New England Patriots and why maybe they are the, one of the teams that will bounce back after having a down year uh, back in 2020. Uh, hour number two, it's a Tuesday, so that means Justin Angle will swing on by. He's a business professor at the University of Montana. And we're going to talk 
about what is starting to be talked about. As we know around here, we don't like to really analyze the COVID situation, but we do have to uh, provide the news when it comes to the way pandemics are, the, the pandemic is impacting sports. College football is on the horizon. There's all sorts of details that uh, could be beneficial or detrimental to the upcoming college football season. Some teams, especially at the NFL level, are starting to set examples. Will other teams follow? There's a lot of logistics that's going to go into if these stadiums can be full. Come fall, so Justin and I will break all that down. And then the debut of a new segment. This is really fun. The Grizz Star of the Week, presented by Bob Ward Sporting Goods uh, here in Missoula, one of the age-old sporting goods stores in all the Garden City. We're going to feature a Grizz player each and every week, Justin Belknap. He's a graduate transfer from the University of Arizona. He's risen to become one of the the leaders of the Grizz defensive front and the Grizz defensive unit as a whole. And so Belknap, he'll join us about 5.30 for the debut of our Grizz Stars of the Week. What's up, boys? How you guys doing? Great, Coulter. Thanks for uh, having us out today. Thank you so much for coming by. Also, just to mention this, I did mention the power. Sounds like uh, SWX, our great partners, as well as KTMF, uh, which is ABC Fox Montana. Uh, They're in and out of power right now, so I don't even know if we're on the TV. We might not be on the TV. So if you want to see us, which Tucker and Ryan are a lot more handsome than I am, uh, you can go on YouTube. Uh, That's your visual element for today, just uh, in case those guys are not up and running. But anyways, Ryan, thanks so much for coming by, man. I'm excited to talk about the sports part. Yeah, I appreciate you having us in and and, uh, having me here for a minute to talk about. I hear the New England Patriots. I spent the last 10 years in in, uh, New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, man. I grew up in Richard Park, New York. What a fun team to be a fan of right now, too, because they're so exciting. And Josh Allen's just so sweet. Emmanuel Sanders is going to tear it up with him. Uh Yeah, so I I had to get a plug in for that. Of course, man. And that's one thing that... Finally, had a quarterback they could pay. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did they pay him yeah. two hundred and fifty-eight million dollars? One hundred and fifty million dollars guaranteed. What would you guys do if you got one hundred and fifty million dollars? Like, what's the first thing you would do? Run a facility like the sports, <laughs> right? 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 Just offer free sports <laughs> for everybody in the whole town. It's true. I mean, like yeah. that is the dream. I, I, I will tell you, I've been coaching. I've been coaching lacrosse for over 20 years at the college, high school, and, and youth level. Uh, I'd like to give a shout-out real quick. I'm running a camp at Fort Missoula right now through Missoula Rec, and I told all those kids that I would give them a plug today. I love it. So um, just, hey, guys, and you owe me five bucks. So uh, opening up a facility like this has been a dream of mine for my whole life. Uh, you know, we, we now have a multi-sport turf field. We have two PGA-quality golf simulators. Uh, if I had that kind of money, I would buy more space i would buy yeah. more facility and and absolutely it's it's amazing man this is just fun i i've always thought that the first thing i would do let, let's say i just i i was worth 250 million dollars i would take a million dollars and i would buy either basketball shoes or football cleats <laughs> for every kid in the yeah. state of montana yes. and then once we get down to the state of montana okay now every kid in idaho every kid in washington yep. any kid that wants sweet shoes yes i'm buying them a pair of sweet 100%. shoes 100 percent. because then i mean there's the one barrier of entry now all yeah. of a sudden you have the shoes okay you can start playing a little bit 100 percent. that's what it's all about and like that's what we're trying to do with this facility we're trying to keep our rates at like a rec level uh, rate we're trying to make opportunities so that we can bring as many kids into play so yeah man buying shoes for people with that money i would love it. It would be awesome. So the Missoula Sports Barn uh, has a grand opening coming up, right? Is that, do I have this correct? That's correct. This Saturday from 2 to 5. So very cool. So this is uh, located at 2811 Latimer Street. So for those familiar with Missoula, uh, kind of close to where we're at here on Missoula Broadcasting Company. We're right off a of radio way right by Home Depot, Buffalo Wild Wings. But uh, Latimer Street's right there by Pacific Recycling. So right there off of Palmer Street. Is that right? Correct. It, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, centrally located place. Um, so tell us kind of the backstory of this. When did you start working on this? Because so that for, the, for those that are trying to envision this, as you listen to it on the radio, this is an indoor facility uh, that can host basically indoor soccer, lacrosse, dodgeball, handball, what, a variety of different uh, indoor sports. So tell us like this a, kind arena of arena flag football. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, you could, you could use it for anything, right? I mean. Yeah. Baseball teams could use it to play long toss or whatever. We, we have we have volleyball that wants to come sure. in, and they're going to do some volleyball training in there. Yeah. So um, 
there's a couple things, right? Like the the glow in the dark stuff. We haven't even scratched the surface about talking about that yet. I've been doing glow in the dark lacrosse at some variety for the last several years with our kids in New Hampshire. Super cool. So we just amped up the place through a bunch of black lights and we're doing black uh, glow in the dark sports. But we've been we've had our eye on this place and it it was uh, it was up and then uh, it was on the market and then all of a sudden it came off the market, right? And like I said, I've been coaching for a long time. So I just started to knock on the door to see who the new owner was, wanted to introduce myself and see if I could get something going coaching lacrosse over there. And it turns out the um, the, the people that own the building, are, are it's a church there and they run a food bank as well. They had uh, reacquired uh, the place and they were putting it out for bid to other people. And basically I was like, yeah, can I, can I jump in, man? Mm-hmm. I want to present. And they're like, well, you have to present tomorrow. And I was like, all right, man, I own ties. I can shave. I can <laughs> So, like, we put a package together, we put the offer in, and we were the ones that were accepted. So, uh, this was, um, I want to say, like, March when we came in. So, last couple of months, we've just been cleaning the place up and getting ready to go. Nuan is now 1029 ESPN Missoula. We are on SWX Montana Television, at least in this part of town. I'm over here uh, right on Reserve Street. Uh, my mother lives out at the ranch club. She informs me we are on TV because she's watching us on TV. So thanks for watching us, Ma. Thanks for giving us the report. Uh, Ryan Hanneman from the Missoula Sports Bar, Tucker Sargent, a man that wears many hats. But in this specific case, Tuck, uh, you're the Grizzly Cross coach. And uh, this seems like this could be very beneficial to your team, right? I mean, isn't this a place where you guys can, your guys can go work out pretty frequently? It is tremendously beneficial to us, and that's one of the reasons, you know, talking with Ryan, trying to get this going and just seeing the benefit not only to us but everyone. I mean, one of the big issues with playing sports in Montana is that our weather generally sucks for a good portion for sure. of the year. And, you know, we have uh, the college season gets going. You know, our first games are in February, and we, so we're practicing, you know, all through the fall, winter, you know, getting the whole thing going like any college sport, you sort of never seem to get time off. But we've been really, you know, hampered by the weather around here. So having an indoor space, you know, we've already got a fall program lined out. We're going to be outside for, you know, the last two nice months we have. And then we're moving in, inside there and it's going to be our home training facility. Uh, and we're going to be running some, you know, smaller sided games, getting guys just stick work, developing fundamentals, having this where you can be, you know, it's so much easier to train when you're comfortable indoors. And even, you know, we've been running some of the college guys in there this summer. And, and even during, you know, it seems hot, but it's really no hotter in there and there's no smoke. So being able to get the players in where you're not worried about the air quality or anything else going on. It, it just affords so much more opportunity for players to get sticks in hands, those touches, those reps, you know, working on the small-sided stuff that's really important, the fundamentals that when you get out to a game, you, you know, the individual stuff is going to be – I mean, I think it's going to take our program to another level. And, and even having the opportunity to bring recruits out and, you know, mention to them that we have this place or taken out there and showing them is, you know, access that we have that no one else, you know – in our conference or many places in the country have access to. I mean, I, ironic, and I, maybe ironic is not the right word, but uh, sort of crazy that the that you're, the Grizzly Cross team is going to have an opportunity to have an indoor practice facility of sorts uh, before the Grizzly football team. This was one of the big arguments during the spring football season. It's all about just making things happen. Make it happen. No, no, absolutely. I totally agree. I actually think that the Grizz football team might actually uh, be able to use this facility. So, right? I want to say, can I just real quick, we are the home of the University of Montana men's lacrosse team. We are the home of Grizz lacrosse, but we would ha- be happy to be the home of Grizz football. I, I have so many thoughts. Oh, Grizz. <laughs> so tell me, so tell me the, the length of the field. Yeah, so it's like, uh, um, it's, a, it's a short field. It's not, and, and we keep saying indoor uh, the the word for lacrosse is box lacrosse. Box lacrosse. I grew right. up. I grew up like on the Canadian border, and you play on it in the like hockey rink. Sure. Uh, so the the actual turf space is about um, it's like sixty five sure. by forty yards. But so it still could be functional though for for any sport, just any. for for any sort of drills or oh something. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, like the Grizz couldn't have a full fledged football practice there, but they could do yeah, seven on teams. seven. Right, but how and, often are you watching people practice that they're using the entire? Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. And yeah, like the doing the drills. defensive line could go there and do their drills. The right. linebackers go there and sure. do their drills. Yeah, yeah. I'm so interested of, as the logistics of, uh, would that be allowed, I guess, by like NCAA rules? Because Grizz the Cross does not fall under that same athletic department 
jurisdiction, I, I, right? It's paying like we're not we're not paying the athletes to be the sure. university. Why? Well, and you can't pay athletes now anyway. Right, so yeah, for sure. Like yeah. the university would just be renting our space. Sure. And we are diehard Grizz fans. So That's actually a pretty intriguing. We should actually we will talk after this show because <laughs> uh, I do think there's some great opportunities there, especially for, especially Grizz soccer. I think they could use that very efficiently. Do you know who would um, love to watch Grizz soccer practice? The Grizz golf team, if they were playing on our golf team. Ah, see, look at this. This is the greatest commercial in the history of the world. Ryan Hanneman from the Missoula Sports Barn, as well as Tucker Sargent, uh, joining us in studio. But it is funny because the uh, during spring football, uh, when the big sky was contemplating spring football, there was this whole talking point um, well, the Grizz and the Cats, you know, they're, they're just being weak. They're, they're not, they don't want to participate, blah, blah, blah. But there's a reality of the situation. You look at the Big Sky Conference in football. There's 13 teams. Well, three of them are in California. So they don't have weather concerns like Montana. One's in Portland. Okay, it might be a little rainy, but it's not going to be, you know, negative 19 degrees on January 19th, which is when the Grizz were going to have to open camp for football. Uh, we were state. Okay, you could say that's Ogden, Utah. That's cold. They have an indoor facility. North Dakota, indoor facility. North Dakota State, play inside. Idaho State plays inside. Idaho plays inside. So the only schools that are in the cold weather climates that play outside are Northern Colorado, Montana, and Montana State. Well, of course they didn't participate in spring. <laughs> and all the people from around the league, they couldn't understand. Yeah, it, and I don't think people really understand. Like, it's not a toughness thing. I mean, no, it's it, not. It, it's there's, there's Like, your body is tighter. You're more prone to things. For the ground sure. is harder. More than, like, any, you, you more than anything, though, really, it's a financial thing, too, though, because... What people don't understand is that athletics and facilities are not connected. Right. In other words, if right. the facilities guys at the university have to go clear the field every day for football practice, they're sending the athletic department a bill, and that's like going to be a lot, a high yeah. ticket right. bill. Well, you know and, what I mean? and they're doing so that. You're losing I mean, money. We're, right. we're paying that bill because we have to be out right. there for practice. Totally. And I, I understand why people, you know, look at that and say, "Is this, you know, does this make financial sense?" So if you just like a roof, does a lot of good. It's amazing. Oh man, for sure. There's talk. That the Grizz football team might be getting some sort of bubble to get, sort of mitigate this. But it is. It's just, I, I think that there's all sorts of talk about the arms race that is college sports, especially in college football. Everybody's getting new facilities. It's even trickling down the FCS level. Northern Arizona is building a $50 million football facility. UC Davis, $60 million. South Dakota State just got done with a $68 million one. The thing that the Grizz and the Cats need more than anything is an indoor. They got to get one. Right. So this could be a little bit of an option, at least well, here in Missoula. It's a, it's a short-term option, but it's also an option for everyone. I mean, so when those facilities, you know, they do that or they put a bubble, it's not just football that benefits. It's every other sport uses it. I mean, sure. anytime a, no question. a school has that going, they understand that they need to monetize it and get it out. They rent it out all the time. We don't have that here until Ryan came up with, with the sports barn. And it's not a full football field size, but it does afford that. So you've got, you know, this women's soccer team. We're not just talking about, you know, the college sports, but all the high school ones, too, and the opportunities for leagues and just training and that one-on-one off-season time. Is, it's something Missoula has needed for ever and now it's it's been opened up and you know people have a chance to see. i just hope people come to the grand opening and check it out because it's going to be really exciting get on the field you can see it and it's it's once you see the space you just think man this looks fun yeah, you know super, this is awesome and with fun. the golf in there too i mean it's it's multi-sport obviously there's the field sports but the golf too so you know Parents, friends could be golfing while kids are out playing. See, that sounds like the, the way. And the golf it. simulators, man, Colter, I can't wait to get you out there. I can't either. It's it, it is it's it's frustratingly accurate. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so that's the thing, right? Like these are these are GC Hawks. Yeah. The, the overhead camera cameras are set up so that you set up for this um, FSX Live account, and basically it's going to say, "All right, Coulter is playing golf. You're going to log in." It's going to take every piece of your data. I was actually just looking at the round. I played uh, Teton Pines last night. Okay. I, you know, just wanted to head down to Jackson last you know, yesterday evening, and I played 18 holes, and I was just going over hole by hole. It was showing me every club I played, how I hit each of those clubs, and you know, basically, like all of your data is there, and you can track your growth over the year. If, if you're into golf, this is the thing for you, man. It's it's uh, it's pretty awesome. So the grand opening, Ryan Hanneman and uh, Tucker Sargent in studio with me. Coulter Nuanas, Nuanas now. Missoula Sports Bar grand opening, two to five p.m. It's twenty eight eleven Latimer Street. You already know though. I mean, this day and age. 
Just Google Missoula Sports Bar. It has all the information on there. You don't need to try to memorize 2811. Isn't it funny that we give out phone numbers and addresses oh, still? No, I, I, like, tell, I tell my Google clients. It. I tell my clients here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, eliminate your phone number and all that, that stuff. Just say your name in the ad as many times as you possibly can because then somebody will be like, oh, cool. Uh, Missoula Sports Bar. I'm going to just see what it's all about. And then it's all right there. It's going to show up on your phone. <laughs> that's, right. Or the other. Uh, that's right. That's right. That's uh, right. So... 2 to 5 p.m. Saturday uh, for the grand opening. Yep. Uh, but tell us what's kind of going on at the grand opening. Anything so it's gonna special? Be fun. Yeah, we're going to have some, we're gonna have some uh, competitions. We're going to have the golf simulator set up to do demos. We want people to get up, feel comfortable on them. We're going to do uh, closest to the pin comp contest. Uh, have you ever played Pebble Beach? That never have. <laughs> so if, you, if you're familiar with Pebble Beach or, or want to Google the seventh par three, number seven par three, yeah. you're hitting 88 yards into the ocean, 40 feet down, right? So it's a cereal bowl that you're playing into. We're going to do a closest to the pin there. It's nice. A, it's a, a great hole. And then we're going to do a longest drive. I haven't picked the hole yet, but I'll probably get one of the British, maybe the, the course that they played for the British Open I'll put out there. Sweet. We'll do a long drive. For so wait, is this one time? You just uh, get one well, shot so or how many times it's a, you it's get? A, it's a contest, and I think we're going to give everybody like three swings. Okay. You get, you get a couple of a couple of chances, uh, and then we're going to give away some prizes. We're going to have um. Do you get to have, warm up first? You do. You get to take okay. some practice okay. swings. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. I, we we can't we can't just let people. Right. Know, I mean, come there's up. two of them, right? So one's like yeah, yeah. you know they, the warm yeah, up, the and warm then up okay, I yeah. see. So you hit them um, over here. You know, so we'll have that going on. We'll give away some prizes. Uh, hey, man, it would be super cool if we could give away, like, maybe somebody gets to play a round of golf with you someday. Like, that dude. Would, can we do that? Yeah, can we dude. actually that, name that right now? Let's that, do it. That sounds great. So, so let's say closest to the pin, they get to play a round of golf with me, Coulter, Nuwana. That just happened live. And that just happened live. That. All right. Yeah, yeah, we'll awesome. figure it out. We'll get you all set up at Cannon <laughs> River. So, yeah, all you got to do, though, is go to the Missoula Sports Bar from 2 to 5. On Saturday afternoon. Oh, I mean, this sounds great. If you've never played on a golf simulator, like Tucker said, it's it's strikingly accurate. It can really help improve your game, though, too, just because, like Ryan was saying, it gives you what club you were hitting, your kind of your club head speed, you know, Launch where, angle, when you hit when you yeah, hit your yeah. greens, like how many fairways did you hit? But also, you're playing Pebble Beach, yeah. So it's really challenging yeah. too. You know, like yeah. I played my one of my investors has a. A uh, simulator, and we played Tory Pines, and man, I mean, I'm like shooting like 110. I'm like getting just work. Maybe don't play from the tips. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's the other part is sometimes you have to remember to adjust, else you're yeah. playing 600 yard holes. But we'll have soccer and lacrosse going on, and some other things on the field, and we're gonna do. Um, we have uh, Chris Eisenberg, who's one of Tucker's assistant coaches at the U, and he is a. Um, he is a, uh, a Penn State grad. He played D1 uh, with Penn State, and he's going to be doing, like, a, a radar gun. My wife just texted me, and we have some breaking news, too. Okay, let's so, go. Um, we are also doing bubble soccer. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but we just bought a whole bunch of these, like, sumo-style inflatable suits. Okay. And you go out there, and you play smash soccer, full contact, like, banging into each other. And then if you really want to amp it up, we turn the black lights on, and you do it in a glow-in-the-dark mode. So... I, I need to make a plug for for the bubble soccer as well. That is going to take our party game up a little bit. So, thank you, Amy. I love that. This is all so fun. I think this is a great addition to Missoula, uh, not just from a fun perspective, but from a functional perspective. I, I mean, I really think that this is an opportunity for athletes of literally every sport. I mean, you could go in there and do speed workout. You could go in there and throw the softball around. You could throw the football around, run routes, do football drills. I mean, literally everything. Anything you could do on turf, this is what you could do it in there. So I think that this is uh, an awesome addition to Missoula. So good job, guys. This is a great idea. Thank, Thank you, so you so much. One last plug because I think Amy's got me on at the sports barn right now. Let's go. Our uh, our girls are playing lacrosse right now, and then my boys are helping to coach. So hi, girls, and, and to my two boys as well and, and Amy. So thank you. Love it. Ryan Hanavan from the Missoula Sports Barn. Go down to Missoula Sports Barn Saturday, 2 to 5 at the grand opening. Get closest to the pin. You can play a round of golf with me at Cannon River. We'll invite Tucker and Ryan, too, if you guys want to come. That would be fun, actually. That would actually be a really awesome. great awesome. idea. But before we uh, take a break, speaking of girls lacrosse players, Tucker's the head coach of the University of Montana lacrosse team, and you guys have a female that's joining your roster. This is actually, like, like impactful. I mean, this is the first of its kind for your program, for sure, but has there ever been any girls that have played in this league? In in our league, the MCLA, not to my knowledge. Um, well, that's not true. She did go out to the University of Washington last year. That was where 
Uh, her name's Kayla McConnell. She was going to play there, but then obviously COVID, the pandemic, University of Washington is one of the schools that was never cleared to have a season. So uh, initially it was her intention to go to the University of Washington, but hmm. she's also you know, a person that loves the outdoors and decided the city wasn't for her. And then that's how she got in touch with us because the University of Montana, uh, obviously our lacrosse program, but everything else that we offer, the hunting, the fishing, that sort of stuff as well, um, decided to help make the decision to make the move. So I don't know for sure that we're the first college lacrosse program right. to have a, a female come out for the team. I know we're one of very few, if there have been any others, and I have not been able to see anyone because, you know, when you get the call, you know, it's it's the men's lacrosse team. And you're thinking like, well, why aren't you playing women's lacrosse? Sure. And she has grown up always playing the men's game. Right. And this is the game she wants to continue to play. So there's far as I looked at, I mean, the, my first question is like, well, is this allowed? And, yeah. and you know, we're just trying to go, go by the, the rules and there's nothing saying not. So it's like, great, come out. You know, if you can play, play. And, right. you know, watching the film on her, a lot of me's with her talking about it. I mean, she's very gung ho. She absolutely has skills like she can play at a high level. So my thought is, why not give someone the opportunity sure. if they're capable of it? Of course. Well, and sports are, are, that's what makes sports great too, is that uh, she'll either be good enough to play or not. And uh, either way, I mean, it just, it, it's defi- it's defining. And I think that that's uh, an interesting element of it. What else is going on with the cross? How many, how many freshmen are you bringing in? Go ahead. Ryan. I, I didn't, I just, I want to plug as well. Like she's on a men's team. She's playing in the men's uh, a box team right now. And on team blue, she's coming in this week. Yeah, she is. So yeah. I, I hate to scoop you, but she's playing for the sports barn before she plays. For the <laughs> That's Grizz. true. Yeah. I love it. Uh, what else is going on with Grizzly cross? I mean, we're looking at a, a strong incoming class. I think, you know, this year we're going to have 45 guys coming out to try out for the team. Um, our, that's That's got to be more than most years. That right? is definitely more than most years. And I think, you know, we've, we've been on this upward trajectory of, you know, how the team's doing every year. It's gotten better and better. You know, last year we were one of the top four teams in the nation at the end of the season. And so with that, you just, you know, you get more interest. You know, success breeds success. And so we've, had, we've been very fortunate of that. And now we're to the point where where it's like, you know, we're starting to be able to pick and choose a little bit more sure. about, you know, the guys that we bring in. So I think overall the, the level of talent coming in is very exciting. You know, we were, were turning a ton of players largely because our players have gained two extra years of eligibility because right. of the whole COVID pandemic. There was, you know, the 2020 season was cut right. in half, so they gave it back to everyone. And then last year there were a lot of teams that didn't even get off the ground. So it's trying to you know, the league, instead of disincentivizing the teams that could play, saying, hey, don't burn it, you know, you know, because I, I was thinking about it, like, I didn't want to burn a year of my guy's eligibility for a season that was, you know, less than a normal year. And so they granted everyone that did play last year an extra year, too. So we've got right. kids that are going into their junior year of college that still have freshman year eligibility. Right. So the, just the level of experience we've been able to garner, because we did play a lot of games in 2020, and we played a full season in 2021. I mean, we've got kids coming in freshman eligibility that have two full years of college experience plus all the you know the new high school kids coming in the, the depth is something that i'm super excited about which is like any coach would be you know salivating over and the best part is we don't have to manage scholarships so like this isn't an issue as far as right. like you know where you're budgeting the scholarship dollars all our guys are good to go guys and girls i, I love that that's uh that's awesome and a testament to you for building that thing up but also i do think that you know, sport like lacrosse, where a lot of the guys are, are sort of the ones recruiting themselves to you or sending you film, things like that. When you do make to the Final Four, they just look, oh, and then I think it's very applicable for a lot of the guys from the areas that they're coming from. Oh, Montana sounds cool. They do a little research. Cool. Now you got 45 guys trying out. I, right. I do think there's I mean, a crossover. It, 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 that's one of the beauties of where we're at. Like, the, yeah. the area sells itself. So you, sure. you you build a program. There's a lot of good programs out there, but what else do you get with it? And Montana offers more than just about anywhere else as far as all the extra amenities that, you know, a student gets just from student lifestyle, from what goes on in campus, having, you know, big-time college sport, you know, football, basketball, all the other sports are just part of that campus environment. Plus, they get to play at a high level, and then you've got, the you know, the outdoor amenities that we have here in spades so tucker sergeant grizzly cross coach joining us also heard from scott hannavan from the missoula sports bar and one more time go to down ryan hannavan Hannavan, excuse me uh what did i say scott scott i don't know why i said scott i didn't even i I, it's all good (laughs) 
<laughs> Ryan and I have already been hanging out for like 20 full minutes. Uh, but reminder, 2 to 5 p.m. That's right. Saturday afternoon. Head on down the Missoula Sports Bar. It's down there by Pacific Recycling right off of Palmer Street. And they're going to have a closest to the pin as well as a longest drive competition on the golf simulator. And uh, you got a chance to win a round of golf with me at Cannon River Golf Club. I don't know what Ryan's prizes are, but I'd be willing to throw in some uh, Grizz Hockey season tickets. For there the you go. Drive. Yeah, we'll have, some, we'll have some baseball tickets. We'll have some other stuff as well. But, yeah, the Grizz Hockey tickets would be great. So, yeah, we, uh, we just want to bring some people in. We want to show you what this place has to offer, and we want to have some fun. More on Grizz Hockey right here on Nuanas Now. Keep it right here. 1029 ESPN Missoula. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sports Bet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sports Bet Montana location or by using the Sports Bet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sports Bet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sports Bet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sports Bet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Zach Cruz is staying home to play for the Grizzlies. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Cruz, one of the top athletes and football prospects in the state of Montana, gave his verbal commitment to Montana over the weekend. The Missoula Sentinel star will be a senior for the defending Class AA state champion Spartans this upcoming season. Cruz was a first-team All-State selection as a tight end and a defensive end as a junior. He also placed third at the 205-pound weight class in the Class AA state wrestling meet, his first year participating in the sport at the varsity level. And in track, the 6'4", 195-pounder took home state titles in the 110 hurdles and the javelin while placing second in the high jump and running a leg on the bronze medal winning sprint relay team as Sentinel captured the team title. Cruz chose Montana over an identical full ride from Montana State along with interest from schools across the West like Boise State and Sac State. Cruz is the seventh known verbal commitment to Montana for the class of 2020, including the fifth from the Treasure State. He joins Helena High quarterback Caden Hewitt, Helena High running back Marcus Evans, Hamilton quarterback defensive back Tyson Rostad, and Kalispell kicker and punter Patrick Rohrbach. UM also has commitments from Sam Alford, a wide receiver from Park City, Utah, and Eli Gilman, a running back from Minnesota. And finally, the Missoula Paddleheads hit a Pioneer League record nine home runs on Saturday night in a 23-6 win over the Great Falls Voyagers. Nick Gatewood and Cameron Thompson each hit three home runs, and Zach Ullman hit a grand slam for Missoula. have my uh, fits in the tantrums vinyl sitting right here yours is this is this yours that's mine yeah i think it is yours actually you borrowed it from me three to four years ago Walter's <laughs> acting like he has a vinyl collection well, so, so, okay okay so i Do never have a I, record player? i never have i never talk about my personal particularly my romantic life on this radio show i will say this we're not going to go into the details nothing the only two significant long-term relationships I have had in my adult life, I shared a record player and record collection with each woman and lost the record player and the record collection Brutal. in each breakup. And this is my last shining possession, and it's not even mine. Nuan is now one of two nine ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. Tucker Sargent is in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas, Tommy Evans in the back, playing y'all the good tunes and, uh, you know, making sure that the power stays on at Missoula Broadcasting Company. Um, Tucker, are you excited for this show tonight? This will be my third time, man. I love them. The, I, to bits of the it's, Tantrums it, it is, is a high-energy, fun show. And there, there, there's a couple bands that... 
just have a special affinity for Missoula. I mean, think, I think most people that have been here love Missoula. Missoula has a great spirit to it, a great vibe. It's such a great community. But I think that like the two band, the three bands that popped at the top of my head are Fitz and the Tantrums. John Wicks makes his home here. Uh, St. Paul and the Broken Bones, their bass player, lives in Missoula. Uh, of course, Pearl Jam, because Jeff Amen is just so tied to Montana for sure. Uh, and Nathaniel Ratliff, I, they have no real ties to Montana, the Night Sweats, but uh, he's had some rocker shows in Missoula, and I think he really likes coming back. Did here, you go to the one this weekend? I did. I went to the one this weekend. It was awesome. It was awesome. Somehow I, I, was, I was unfortunately not there, and I was very upset to have missed it. Speaking of concerts, I wanted to ask you, you were at Guns N' Roses. We were we sort of went together, but then we were in yep. sections way far apart, so I didn't get to really hang out with you during the show. What did you think? Uh, they closed the beer down too early. And it took, <laughs> I mean, it the took show was 60 great, minutes. Like, oh, I know. Was, Tommy and I were both like, what? We only had two beers. We were trying I, to like rock. I'm telling you, Guns N' Roses saved the show because <laughs> how the beer line worked out was just about enough to kill you. I know, it was, man. It was brutal. I, uh, it was so funny because I hadn't planned on going to the Night Sweats because I figured I was going to have a rocking good time at Guns N' Roses and then, you know, not start doing my Saturday chores until four because right. I just thought I was going to be moving slow. No, I had two beers, so I was up at 7 o'clock in the morning ready to go <laughs> yes. on Saturday morning. So then when my buddy said, hey, you want to go to the Amp? I was like, definitely. Regardless, we're going to the amphitheater tonight. Uh, if you think I'm crazy for going to three shows in six days, well, I sort of am. Tux, this is show number two in six days for Tux. Yep. So, uh, you know, we got to get, you got to take it in while you can because Missoula, we've been missing the shows. And uh, so if you're going to the amphitheater tonight, fits in the tantrums, you run into us, come say hi. Uh, ESPN Missoula, as well as all the great stations at Missoula Broadcasting Company. Uh, we love hearing from all our loyal listeners. And uh, so please, if you see us out there at the app, say what's up. Uh, Chuck, we were talking about the delayed eligibility because of the pandemic. And I do think there is a few silver linings that are emerging within sports, particularly contact sports, men's contact sports. Lacrosse and football are perhaps the two primary sports that I think will actually benefit from this in certain ways. The the kid who's probably going to start at tight end for the Grizzlies this year, Cole Grossman, mm-hmm. he's going to be a starter as a redshirt freshman. Well, Cole Grossman was part of Bobby Houck's first recruiting class, but then he had some sort of injury, I think, in high school, so he gray-shirted. So his eligibility didn't start until January of 2019. Then he redshirted the season of 2019. Then the 2020 season got canceled. So this guy's been – this is his fourth fall on campus. He's never played a snap for the right. Grizz yet. So it, it, there's going to be stories like that across the board, though, but you probably see that with your guys just being older and more mature. Sure. It is. So it's cool because you get an elevated level of talent. And I said this in the previous segment, lacrosse, it's great because we're not having to balance the scholarships, but you do sort of get to a bot. You're going to get to a bottleneck. And I think this year you're going to see really just a, a high level product on the field because sure. there has been so much practice and training going into the right. time that it's finally released. But after this season, that's what this sort of the curious thing is like, you know, how long do these guys stick around? Are they gonna, you know, are they delaying school to finish out their eligibility? What does that mean for incoming classes and, and kids coming in behind them to get their opportunities? How long is this gonna play out? So I think, you know, there is a silver lining for the product on the field, but it is gonna create some some nightmares for, you know, coaches managing the kids coming in yeah, yeah. in subsequent years about trying to balance that out because, you know, you still want to get enough quality talent coming in that is eligible to play right away right. and that has an opportunity before, you know, they because they, they, they may be looking at a lacrosse program like ours or the Grizz football program and saying, you know, I want to go to one of the preeminent programs at that level. But then if, if, if there's a bottleneck and they're not able to play, then does talent start jumping to other places that it normally wouldn't because of just the opportunity where there's so much talent sitting in one area that it's hard to get the younger guys on the field and seeing time. Tucker Sargent, the University of Montana lacrosse coach, joining us here in studio. Tuck's also on the board for Grizz Hockey, bringing Grizz Hockey back uh, as a club sport at the University of Montana. What's the latest? What's going on? Because this thing's coming, right? I mean, it's it's coming scarily fast. It's. Uh, I mean, we're only a couple weeks from September. Yeah, I mean, kids are arriving on campus next week. We've got our first <laughs> practices uh, right at the end of August. Um, we actually are going to have a, a, a open um, kind of dry run for just the game day ops and everything going on at Glacier Ice Rink. So there's going to be a, a maroon versus white, white scrimmage, but it's going to have you know the, the music's going to be pumping, the bar's going to be there, everything's going to be going on. 
Uh, but it's just going to be an inter-squad scrimmage just kind of so we can make sure for the when we get to the real game day that everything, you know, is out in a row. But that's going to be Friday, September 10th. That's going to be a free uh, free admission game. You can watch your first chance to get an opportunity to see the Grizz hockey team in action. And that's easy to remember, too, because it's the day before, the night before, I suppose, the first Grizz football game. Exactly. So if you're coming to town and you're out here on Friday night, go check out Grizz Lacrosse. That'd be fun. Grizz, Grizz hockey. hockey, excuse yeah. me. I know. It's, I, I, it's, <laughs> <laughs> well, go check out Grizz Lacrosse when they come back around as well. But go well, check out Grizz Hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, that, that. But, but Grizz Hockey would be a, a great little Friday yeah, night. Yeah, no, activity. Grizz Hockey is going to be fun. You know, we're going to have the bar there and everything. So, you know, you just to sit down, enjoy, and see what the level of talent's coming up. But, I mean, we've got, you know, 30 guys on the roster. It's uh, I think we're going to be decently competitive right away. I mean, obviously, year one, sure. you never know until it's out there. But I like the guys that we've signed to come in here. Uh, everyone's a first-year student uh, coming in, although they've, you know, we got a number of transfers coming in, kind of building sure. from other places, guys that have played collegiately elsewhere, and then a lot of young talent, including some local kids just off the high school team. So it's going to be some familiar faces, kids you've seen from the Junior Bruins, sure. uh, in that latest iteration of junior hockey, and then some guys that have been around in other programs, and then some kids coming right out of high school. But, I mean, we're hitting the ground running. We're playing our first home game is against the University of Providence out of Great Falls. They yep. were our top five team in the in yep. the region last year. So it's it's not an easy schedule, but I figure our goal is, you know, I, I want our program to be competing at nationals in three to five years. And yep. the only way to get there is to just put your feet right in the fire. And we're, you know, so we're playing, you know, as many tough games as we can get year one. It's sort of a prove it year two. You know, sure. there's a lot of teams that are, you know, saying, how, how are these guys going to go? I think there's a lot of programs scared mm. of where how quickly we can get good just because of you know the way that this community supports hockey yeah, the, right. the way that we're able to recruit players that other schools aren't well just and how cool Missoula is exactly I mean like we have a recruiting benefit that Great Falls doesn't that yes. Cheney Washington doesn't you know and it's distinctly different than like football recruiting because like you keep saying you're not you're, you're recruiting to the campus but you're not actually offering a scholarship so then therefore the kid is already going to go to school somewhere that he wants to go to school and what a better place if it's about your choice than Missoula exactly and th- th- I, that's what we play uh, play up hard to and I mean we're getting kids that have opportunities to go elsewhere but choose because of the the level of hockey here and the way that the town and the community supports it and the facilities that we've got you know we just finished out the locker room and I can tell you it was a couple of weeks of hard work to get it into shape, but yeah. we have one of the premier locker rooms for this team. And it's crazy. I mean, like you said, everything's an arms race. And it's it amazing is. how much presenting a quality oh, locker dude. room matters. Oh, dude. The guys that we – so Tucker and I have known each other for years. We went to college here at the University of Montana together, and we had a couple of mutual friends that then caused us to become friends. The uh, I would say that the number one most impactful – thing in recruiting and this is actually not a new phenomenon in in the modern history of the Cacarys football rivalries facilities Absolutely. Montana State Montana State dominated the rivalry in the 70s and early 80s when they had the better stadium and the better locker rooms and the better weight room then Montana builds Washington Grizzly Stadium they dominate the Bobcats for 16 years then the Cats close in their south end zone they pull a little bit even with the Grizz they start beating them then the Grizz build the champion center so the Bobcats have to answer with this high level facility center so we'll see if the pendulum keep swinging because they've never had facilities additions so close to each other. Yeah, well, it's interesting, too. If you look at the difference between what the football locker room was, which oh. was a glorified, the, the Grizz football locker yeah, yeah. room, was a glorified high school locker room for many uh, years. Was it even glorified? It was not even as it nice. Was high as, school. It was just bigger than some high school. It was not even as nice as, like, Laurel High School or Dillon or Hamilton. There's multiple small towns in Montana that have nicer locker rooms than that. But they did get to walk out the tunnel into Washington Grizzly for Stadium, sure. which was really the, the, for the sure. area on top. But now with the champions, I mean, now it's on par with what you see in Alabama, Oregon. For I mean, it's sure. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. And that's That was to finish that story. When Tuck and I were in school together, all the guys that played for the Grizz, they'll all tell you that when they came on their visit, the locker room was always something that was just rushed through. You didn't want to see it, but there was always the promise that we're building a new locker room soon. Like, while your career is here, soon. And now I, all these guys are in their 30s. You know, I, who was I talking to? Um some, oh, I was talking to uh, Jordan Tripp. He was saying that Croy Beerman had said, 
oh, cool, like I got my own locker in the Champion Center. Good thing that's like 20 years too late. I haven't played at Montana since 2007. It is funny, but facilities are d- definitely uh, impactful. Anything else on Grizz Hockey before we uh, transition to the NFL? I just say get ready for the season. You uh, Pick up season tickets right now. They're on sale at grizzhockey.com. Get them for a steal while the uh, season is not yet underway. And uh, a lot of good options there. But if you want to see the schedule and uh, start picking up tickets, season tickets in particular, grizzhockey.com. This is uh, going to be high-level hockey. The the conference that Tucker's team is about to play, that the Grizz Hockey team is about to play in, uh, is very competitive. Like, like you mentioned, uh, University of Providence is uh, one of the better teams in the region. Montana State is very good. They've been to nationals recently. So uh, it's going to be fun, but it's also good, fun, and affordable. So if you're a fan. Affor- let me just jump back on the affordable thing. Yeah, because right. the season tickets right now, it's 100 bucks for season tickets. That gets you 13 games. I mean, that's a steal, man. You, you get a Grizz Hockey hat and access to the uh, the mezzanine or the uh, VIP area up there, too. So, you know, you're going to be well taken care of, and it's uh, money well spent. Go check it out, chrishockey.com. Nuanas down, 1029 ESPN, Missoula. Tech's got to get a couple in on the Patriots. We'll talk Patriots and NFL to close you out on hour number one here on your Tuesday. It's Nuanas now. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. It's New Orleans Now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Like, Let me just rickroll us right I, now. I, I feel like your famous uh, Tucker dance, your Forrest Gump Tucker dance, uh, would best be done to this song or a song akin to this. It's got a lot of applications. <laughs> Tucker has a world famous dance that uh, he busts out at parties from time to time, and uh, it is. It's quite. It's got to be the right moment. It's yeah. got to be the right moment. Got to be the right audience. Sometimes people look appalled when it comes. Out. <laughs> That's your favorite thing, dude. Making people appalled. Tucker Sergeant in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. It's Nuanas now, broadcasting to you live from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, located at the corner of Stevens and Mount. You can also find them online at nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. They boast the largest inventory of trucks. Anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. All right, I got to let you get your cracks in on uh, the NFL, particularly the New England Patriots. Tuck's from New England, uh, big Patriots fan. I think that the Patriots, first and foremost, I think that Cam Newton was more hurt than people thought last year. I also think the players that opted out for the Patriots were uh, more prevalent and impactful than almost anybody in the NFL. And I think the Patriots, who finished 6-10 and a year ago, which was – what the, the the end of a streak of what a million in a row AFC championships? Yeah, it was like a million, million and two. <laughs> yes, like uh, but I think they have a chance to be significantly better, no matter what happens with Mac Jones, the quarterback that they drafted uh, out of Alabama. Just because I think that the return of players like the guys that opted out, like uh, Mayo, and uh, do they still have Danny Shelton? I know he was one of the guys. Maybe yeah. There's a couple ones that actually Patrick Tung, Chung just Chung, yeah. his retirement. Oh, um, okay. Which is a, but still, I just think the return of talent is going to make the Patriots. It is, and I think that's that's the thing that's most overlooked is everyone points the finger at Cam Newton and his uh, ineffectiveness last year, which certainly was true. And there was plenty of times that I was myself was watching it, just thinking like, my goodness, like. Never do I think I could throw a football player better than someone in the NFL, but well, there right. were moments where you're like, dude, just anywhere, just well, get it out of your hands. But didn't he look hurt? You could, it looked like his shoulder was hurt. 
No, I think he truly was, and I think that it, 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 was, it happened in the game where they took who did they take down the wire? They took a really good team down yeah, the wire the, the second the week Seahawks. of the season. The Seahawks, and they the ended up losing by two, right? Yep. But they Cam had a Newton, to win it. They, the Seahawks stuffed him at the goal line, and Cam Newton got hit in the shoulder right yep. there. I think he was hurt and from he that point lights on. Out in that game, too. He, did. he and Edelman had a, an outstanding game. It looked like they were just about to make connection. It never really seemed like it got back on the tracks after that. I think. You know, the quarterback thing's going to be interesting. I, I do believe that Cam Newton's going to be the starter for New England going into it. Uh, he he's, has won the locker room over. He had that all last. Even when they were terrible, I mean, the team was still very much behind him. Uh, so he has that, and I think that's going to be a good thing for a young Mac Jones to come behind. And I, I think one of the – if you look at all the great quarterback, the young quarterbacks uh, in the league right now – they were all forced to sit. And I think kind of sitting and maturing for a year, watching it. And even if you're not watching a guy execute in a great way, you can learn from the mistakes that the guy's making too. I mean, just visually like taking notes and saying like, man, okay, I see what he did here. I don't want to replicate that. Or if they're doing something good, adding that to your repertoire and trying to see it. I mean, you know, that happened with Jimmy Garoppolo. He was sure. forced to sit for a number of years. Patrick Mahomes had to sit behind Alex Smith, who, you know, yep. Mahomes is a thousand times the talent that Alex Smith <laughs> No was. question. So it's like, but, you know, Having that year, I think, is particularly important. I don't know. You know, the Patriots may get uh, impatient and put Mac Jones out there at some point. Everything coming out of camp right now is there are people that are very pleased with what he's doing and how he's learning, how quickly he's picking up what everyone claims to be a complicated offensive scheme. Um, but, you know, I think more of it is going to be the other players added around them. They got sure. much better at receiver. They got much better yes. at tight end. They, you know, they're, they're rebuilt. Well, they, can't, they they couldn't help but do that because right. they I mean, were so it, bad it, at the it, skill it, positions just, the last two years. Brutal. I mean, like, they have no religion. And that's the other thing, too. Like, you know, people are yelling at Cam Newton. It's like, all right, well, so even if he throws it and hits a guy in the chest, doesn't mean the ball's getting well, you You remember two years ago, there was this whole narrative that Tom Brady had fallen off because they didn't they miss the playoffs? His last year in New England, or no? I guess they no. made it to the playoffs and they lost in the first round, right? No, they won. They won the Super Bowl. Tom Brady. Yeah. No, you're right. So when was it? No, no. Excuse me. The Chiefs, they lost to the Chiefs in the AFC. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That. Regardless, regardless, the Patriots have not been very good at the skill positions for a couple years no. now, and uh, then Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay, gets real. I mean, that's part of the reason that Tom Brady left is, you know, New England sure. was being stingy. And I also think that going to Florida for the end of your career where there's no income tax and you're not having, you know. You're buying out, Jared outdoors, house. You, you're not playing outdoor practices in yeah, January yeah. in Foxborough. Like, there's a lot of appeal to a guy who's 44 now yeah. of being in Florida. So, you know, appreciate Tom Brady, all that. But, no, I think it is unfair. Tom Brady obviously was not falling off. There was a lack of skill helping him out. Hopefully they get around that. But when you look at New England, what are they going to do this year? I mean, the AFC East, in particular, has all of a sudden gotten challenging. Right? Of course. Like, I mean, the Buffalo is, Bills were one of the top five teams in the NFL. Absolutely. And the Dolphins and, are good. And last year, when I knew New England was out of it, I actually became, you know, a bandwagon Bills fan. For sure. It's like, why, aren't, why can't you root for these guys in this, sure. this, this city that's just, just been treading water for so long? Speaking of Buffalo, I know the people of Buffalo would probably love a little deli here in Missoula called Taglieri. Taglieri... Located at the corner of Beckwith and Higgins, best deli in the city of Mon- uh, Missoula, voted best deli in the state of Montana by the Food Network, named the best sandwich in the state of Montana uh, by People Magazine. We got $25 to Tagliari for you. Tagliari Tuesday, every Tuesday we give away a $25 uh, gift card to Tagliari Deli. You can get yourself a couple sandwiches, maybe a bottle of wine, some pasta. I know your guy Max down there. He slangs the sandwiches up good. He makes them for me on Tuesdays when I go in there and get them. Max is a sandwich master. He is. You uh, probably have had a couple Taglieri's in your life, huh? I have, but I haven't been uh, gifted as many as you have. Uh, I pay premium. Okay. What's your favorite one? All right. Now, it's got to be the... uh the, what's the Beach Boy? The Beach Boy is really that, good. Yeah, that garlic aioli on it. Yeah, yeah, is yeah, hard yeah, yeah. Miss. Yeah, there's uh, uh, the Beach Boy is really. I mean, they're all really good, but I love the Beach Boy, uh, the Mega Death. I had the other yep. day. Oh, that one's really good too. Uh, give us a call right now. Triple eight one zero two nine. That's eight 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 one zero two nine. Caller number two. You got twenty five bucks. Tagliari Deli. Every Tuesday, hooking you up with the best sandwiches in the city of Missoula. Uh, It is crazy that the—it's not just the the rise of the Bills, though, because I think that Brian Flores, which 
It's funny. He's actually one of the first Belichick disciples to uh, actually have real success. So many other guys like Mangini and um, McDaniels, and these guys didn't really do Romeo Cornell. They didn't really do much. Uh, before us has got it going a little bit in Miami. Uh, they have some talent. If Tua Tagovailoa can pan out, I think that they could be a, a fringe, maybe wild card team. So and, could, and who knows what the Jets are going to do? I mean, I don't have a they'll lot be, of faith in, but they'll in be the better. Jets, but they'll be better. They'll I be mean, better. They, they got their what, what they think. I mean, I guess they they thought they had their quarterback a couple of years ago too. Sure. But they're trying to figure that out. I think even outside the AFC East, though. I mean, you know, one of the great things I love about football really starting last year, was the rise of the teams that have been struggling for so long. Like sure. It feels like the Browns are finally going to be competing, yeah, yeah. you know, that they've established themselves as one of the better teams. Sure. Like, uh, And you've got the Bills up there, Kansas City, we all know about them. But it's I think there's a little more parity in the AFC East. It's not as much sure. a one-team league as it has been for so long, and mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a fight. But I also think that, you know, no one's that far out ahead of anyone. Obviously, you've got the Kansas yes. City Chiefs, but, I mean, you look at what they did in the Super Bowl, and Tampa Bay kind of showed that, like, they're not that unbeatable. Well, no question. And there's also, I mean, football is such a grinding sport, and it's going to get even worse with an extra game this year with 17 regular season games. But there's a reason why there's only been two or three runs in the history of the NFL where you're actually in the Super Bowl for two, three, four years in a row. You might, like, have a dip where you go away for a couple. I mean, the Patriots did this multiple times, right? They'd go to a Super Bowl or two, win one or two. They only went back-to-back actually once, though, or they'd win two in three years, and then they'd have a dip, and then they would return. But the fatigue from it all, I mean, it's why, you know, the Cowboys of the early 90s, the Steelers of the 70s, those are the only teams that have ever done it, and those are some of the greatest teams of all time. So you wonder for Kansas City, I'm not saying that they're going to go away forever, but there's going to be a moment in time where they're going to go away. Well, they're, 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 I mean, the salary cap is going to play into their, for sure. their issues here pretty well, soon. And, and, mean, it's like, just, and it's just your moment away, too. I mean, no, I'm not wishing this on anybody, but they have some star guys that were, when that guy just breaks his leg, it alters the entire destiny of your franchise for years. Yeah, I, I, well. I mean, look what happened when Brady tore his ACL. That, that altered New England for several years. Yeah, they went 11-5 and five and missed the playoffs. <laughs> that's right. With Matt Castle or Matt Schaub? I can never Matt remember. Castle. Matt Castle, that's right. And then the Vikings went and paid Matt Castle a bunch of money after that, and it didn't work yeah, out Yeah, I mean, so the well. Patriots have burned a lot of teams off the field, too, because they have guys that, you know, they look yep. good in their system, and then people say, oh, we should pay this guy, and they get out of there. And it's whether it's coaches or players, it's uh, – I think that's part of the plan, though, right? Like, make sure. guys look really good, then sell them off. For sure. You know that there's really not that much left. For sure. I got two more questions for you. Yeah. One, uh, one of the f- most fun narratives uh, in the NFL involving the Patriots for several years was when uh, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady sort of started having their marital dispute, which then ultimately ended in a divorce. And uh, there was so much of a, a thought that, oh, Brady's going to leave and he's not going to be any good because he's not going to be in the Patriots system. It's all Belichick. But then there's the other side where it's like, oh, Belichick's lost it a little bit. Thank God he's still got you know Mr. Immortal, Tom Brady. I know it's only been a year or two, but right now it's Tom Brady everything and Bill Belichick nothing because Tom Brady's got himself a Super Bowl championship in Tampa Bay of all places and Belichick went 6-10. and ten. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, that's a really easy thing to look at and say, oh, it was all Brady, not sure. Belichick. I think that the two actually, I think it's hand in hand. I think that it was the perfect pairing for 20 plus years. And you just have to appreciate that for what it is. Obviously, Brady goes out and wins and it looks like, man, he's the one that made the right decision. But Tampa Bay really wasn't that far away. Oh, no, right? they're like, stacked. Tampa oh, no, Bay they were was, stacked. Tampa Bay was stacked and you just forget that you had Jameis Winston coughing the ball up three, 30, 30 times picks. a game. Exactly, a game. Yeah. So, like, you like even if Brady just wasn't even like throwing great balls and he just wasn't turning the ball over, which no, right. is what he's known for, like that's four more possessions a game. Sure. Tampa Bay the season prior was losing games by a touchdown. Like, what does that do for you? So it, it, Brady moved into a very good situation. Well, I mean, they have perhaps the best skill position players in the entire. Right, and he was the right guy <laughs> at the right moment for that. For place. sure, like any you for know, sure. That, Brady was smart. He he looked around and put, picked Tampa Bay when a lot of people were like, what? Thinking he'd pick a more glamorous area. Sure. But there's a lot of reasons, I think, and Tampa Bay obviously was the right choice. And Belichick, you know, he was sort of left, you know, picking up the pieces afterwards. But this is a guy who continually put pieces around, you know, spare parts and, and put a team in playoff contention. He's won six Super Bowls and been to, like, what was it? 
18 or no 16 AFC championships. I think 14 games, AFC championships. 14 yeah, AFC I think 14 cha- including I think eight in a row. Right. So <laughs> I mean like the guy has the ability to put parts together to yeah. get it going. So yeah, it was a down year. It this year's going to have to prove more to his legacy. Uh but I'm confident that it's going to it's it's not going to be a 6 and 10 season. I don't know if it's, you know, an AFC championship type season, probably not, but it's going to be one where the Patriots are going to yeah. be talked about. Well, I mean they had multiple guys not only opt out but then guys got hurt. I mean one of the McCourty brothers was hurt, right? I mean, I, there. I mean, Stephen Stephen Gilmore was out. I mean, there had multiple guys that are premier NFL players that were not. Right, they were, I mean, team. it was. I mean, you're looking at the games and you're saying, "Well, who's this guy?" Yeah. Last question: uh, What is the most compelling storyline in the NFL outside of your New England Patriots this year? I mean, the easiest one for me is, is Tampa Bay going to go back-to-back? I think that would be... For sure. Th- th- that the craziest like, part is they could be significantly better because Antonio Brown was not between the ditches last year. He might be this year. If he is, he's yeah. still young enough to be And the good. other one that I've always had a soft spot for, if people listen to the show for a long time, know that Ryan and I are Secret Closet Browns fans. Gosh, you guys can, are wearing me out with this. the Browns, you know, can they be a real contender team i mean I, they have all the ingredients they right. have but can they do it like cleveland's classic thing is like nah we're gonna suck at the end yep they have all the ingredients in the world and so that's the one I'm, I'm pulling for them the most outside of new england tucker sergeant grizzly cross coach on the board for grizz hockey great nfl analyst everything in between thanks for stopping by man appreciate it i appreciate the time we will be uh together fits of the tense room so i won't have to live without tucker for more than just a couple hours here that's uh, no it's like an hour and a half and we'll be having beers (laughs) great can't wait hour one in the books hour two coming at you justin angle university of montana business professor it is a new angle overlay between business and sports What's going on with crowd control when it comes to NFL and college football? We got more on that right here on Nuanas Now, right after this. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.